Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Savage. <laughs> Hello, Pumpkin. I always get a bit, a bit concerned when you call me Savage. Savage. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm quite tired today, but I'm going oh. to try and find some energy and... and um, yeah, have a lovely chat with you. Yeah, well, you're going to come through with some insights. I know that because you always do. Oh, gosh, so, no so that's great. So, yeah, should we get going? How are you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, very well. Lovely to see the sunshine today. A bit warm for us, I suppose, but loving it. Just really blessed to have it. So, no, I'm very well, thank you. I'm ready for autumn. But that's because it's your birthday in autumn. No, I'm just, I'm ready for cold <laughs> but, when it, but when it comes to autumn you're ready for christmas yeah basically yeah <laughs> so i'm ready for christmas so when we speak yeah. about the present moment in other episodes we're just going to no. kind of no yeah. we're going to no. bypass that it's false <laughs> it's good to live in christmas um, but once christmas is over then i look forward to summer so you've oh. then got you know like okay. i do like spring as well anyway i'm getting sidetracked but i am excited for autumn so you know anyone listening that's also excited I'm right there with you. Nearly in September, we've nearly made it through. Oh my god! These hot, hot okay. temperatures. Everybody that loves the summer, crack on. No, you're a sun worshipper, and so is Ellie. I'm surrounded by people that love the sun. But yeah, anyway, I'm ready to be cosy. But what? More importantly, <laughs> you can tell I'm a bit delirious. This, this is going to be she's delirious. Everybody, this will be an interesting episode. What are we talking about today? Okay, so today, because it's come up quite a lot recently, is what stops us from moving forward, even when we know what it is we do want. So we know what we want. We've got clarity over what we do want. What stops us moving towards it? Interesting. Because it happens. It happens so much. Mm. You know, once we well, know, otherwise we'd all be like achieving all our goals. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. And people like me who are a coach wouldn't be needed. Yeah. So, God. so do you really want to give any <laughs> advice on this, or should we just keep everyone stuck? So that they no, no, no. Keep Let's going move people forward. Coaches. Let's move people forward. Um, it's counterproductive. And I think you know we always speak, don't we, about awareness, and it's kind of like when you've got awareness of what could be stopping you from moving forward then it's, it's as we know, it's kind of then, well, what different action are you going to take to counteract that? Mm. And I just think, yeah, I think it's really important. We're here to expand. We're here to grow. We're here to 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 create new things for us. Mm. Uh, and I'm saying that because some people don't like the word achieve because it feels, for some people, too strong. So, but what is it? You know, we're always here to create new things. So why do we not do that? And that's what I really wanted to talk about today, just so that people, if it resonates with people, they can actually change it. So you being a coach and talking to lots of people about this, you know, this issue or this topic, what do you think are the key things that stop people from moving forwards or making progress or that sort of thing? I think one of the things, one of the major things, when people know what they do want, let's be honest, it's because we tend to know more about what we don't want, Mm. right? So we're therefore in a situation that gives us clarity about what we want moving forward. But one of the things that stops people moving into that new place is they keep focusing back on the very thing that has given them clarity about where they do want to go. 
So if you keep focusing back at where you were, think mm. about it. So even think about if you were just walking. If you kept walking backwards, you just it, you've actually it's an impossibility to walk forwards at the same time that you're walking backwards. Mm. And it's the same thing. If you're focusing on something that's behind you, great that it's given you the clarity, but that's where your thought focus is. How can you put your thought focus on moving forward? And that's what a lot of people do and it keeps them stuck it keeps them back forward back forward back forward instead of just thank you for that clarity now I'm making a choice and a decision to move forward from it and not keep giving the past the power to keep you stuck so it's like that thing where you want a new partner that you know works well for you and you know is right for you but you keep focusing on the ex-partner that wasn't right for you um, keeping you stuck Do you know so rather than just being like right that was good because it showed me what I don't want people keep focusing on the past and then it stops them from being in the present and moving forward so well yeah definitely yeah. yeah yeah like so just say if you're just had, trying to make it like yeah practical yeah. yeah if you've had any experience just say for instance that hasn't felt good that hasn't been good it's not been a good experience for you mm. but at least it's given you the clarity of what you do want moving forward Sometimes those experiences are strong and they kind of have a, we allow them because it happens before we even know it. It's called an emotional imprint. And then we imprint that within us, the trauma of it. It imprints within us. And then it's quite difficult or we find it quite difficult then to move away in our thoughts and in our, therefore, our feelings that come from our thoughts to move away from that very thing that has given us the clarity over what we do want. And it really is becoming, I'm just saying that's one of the things, mm. and it's just about becoming aware of that. Where do your, because our thoughts, remember, you know, I was doing some leadership training, and, you know, we latest estimate is that we have 6,200 thoughts a day, right? That's the latest scientific research. <laughs> well, exactly. Thoughts. So because there are so many thoughts that we don't even know we have, you know, the brain will delete, distort and generalise them so that we can cope with it. But so many of those thoughts are unconscious, right? So genuinely, you know, here's a bit of a challenge, actually. If I said to you, Hull, okay, so could you tell me every single thought that you think you thought yesterday? Yes. You'd be able to tell me. Yeah, every 6,000 or whatever it is. 200 yeah, thoughts. Yeah. You'd be able to I'll tell me. I'll write them all in a little list for you. A little yeah, list. With the timestamp. Right, okay. No, I couldn't do uh, that. Of course you couldn't. Because you could probably think of about four. Four, that's exactly it. <laughs> I bet you, if we challenged anybody, that would be the thing. I think most the, of thoughts about food. Yeah, the theme would be, wouldn't it, <laughs> the main themes. What do you think every day? That's exactly yeah. it. What am I having for breakfast? Yeah. What am I having for I'm dinner? Again. Yeah, who am I meeting today? Yeah. What What's work doing today? The thought process around work, if you're working. that They would be your thoughts, but... The other thoughts that really help you to be consciously aware of kind of where are you emotionally, are you even aware of when you're thinking them? Well, they're more feelings, I'd say. Well, they're like, thoughts that cause the feelings, yeah, you know. But you're not aware of the thoughts, you're aware of the That's feelings. That's exactly it. And so then you're something aware of might happen feelings. and yeah. I, can't, I can't articulate kind of what I'm thinking at that yeah. time necessarily, but I know that I don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, or like I'm having a physical or an emotional response or something. Yeah. You know? And then it's that feeling that I would love you, not you, anybody, to be real. So not me. 
Well, you know, well, I'm hoping you're feeling <laughs> Anyone good. Anyone but you. I'm hoping you're feeling good. But um, it's the whole thing of, okay, I've got this emotion, I've got this feeling, doesn't feel good, so what's the thought I'm thinking? Mm. And it will be probably linked, obviously, to something that's happened that doesn't feel good. Well, you kind of, if you're doing that, if you've got that emotional response, you absolutely know you're thinking what you're thinking, which is back to what has maybe even just gone on. Mm. But the fact is you're thinking back to it. You're not thinking about the clarity that it's giving you moving forward. You might for a bit, you might for a while, but you'll default back. Mm. And you've got to become aware of that because that's a habit. It's an unconscious habit. So your conscious awareness means you can then make a choice as to, okay, I'm going to become aware of it. And before it kicks in too strong with too much momentum, 16 seconds, I'm going to focus moving forward instead I'm going to focus moving forward instead yeah I think a good example is like I hate my job that's not me speaking but if someone hated their job and then that's what they're focusing on I hate my job Mm -hmm. I hate my job I've got to work again I hate my job instead of being like how can I change this job what can I do to make this better how can I improve this situation I feel like sometimes we get so stuck in the negative negativity of the thing that we don't it kind of overwhelms us and we don't allow ourselves to actually create a plan. We kind of get paralyzed by the the stress or the fear or the anger or whatever the negative emotion is. And we don't formulate a plan of how to get out of that situation or move forward with that situation or make a tiny. I think also another thing that stops us from moving forwards is I think sometimes we think we've got to make a huge change. So like, I don't like my job. I need a new job. It's not, I don't like my job, but what can I do, you know, for tomorrow to be a better day? You know what I mean? Is there less of a task I can do? Could I get on better with that person? Could I make sure I'm having work-life balance and taking my lunch break? Like, what are the small incremental things? I feel like sometimes it's all or nothing and we go into, like, panic mode um, and feel like we've really got to make a big decision quickly and that actually stops us from making more positive smaller decisions that could have more of an impact well what's so interesting about what you just said saying the smaller thing like what could I feel better about tomorrow Mm. for instance that's so the most important thing because it's your vibration then that shifts that changes and you're then in a different point of attraction as we know so it's that that's the best thing you can ever do anyway don't take action unless you feel good from where you are, find, and this is what I'm saying about when you keep looking back at a situation you don't like, you are staying in that vibration and you cannot get anything other than that same thing. I do struggle though when you say that because I think you really focus on feeling good, but I think we do have to be aware that, you know, if you've got something really awful going on it's not as easy as just well um, for some people it probably is like monks and stuff but it's not just easy as like flipping a switch and being like now I feel good now I am you know calm no I Um, don't I don't mean you can't go from A to Z yeah you just can't You, you just won't be able to shift it like that but you can make a conscious intention to try to feel slightly better, just slightly. Mm. What can you do? To, and I'm not saying that to manifest or whatever. I'm saying it to, God, the relief of feeling slightly better. Mm. You know, never mind what comes from it. Yeah. It's God. No, I think it's positive. You know, I think it's just acknowledging it, that sometimes it's harder. Oh, completely it is. Especially and if you've built a lot of momentum. Yeah, you're really a lot of deep momentum. in a hole. You know what I mean? And everything feels super overwhelming and there's like multiple issues going on at once 
I just want to reassure people that I don't think it's super easy to then be like, right now I feel good. I do. Th- I think there's so much power in being able to, it's kind of like faking it till you make it, you know, like, right, today's going to be a new day or just shifting one small thing. Like I had a thing recently where I, um, you know, there was a situation and I kind of had two roads that I could go down. I could either you know, it was a sad situation. I could either go down my sad route and just get more sad and do the things that I do when I, when I feel sad and it's relating to grief. So the things that I do when I feel that grief and I knew that that would maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe it would help to process it because I'm staying on that path of grief, but I actually, and that's kind of been my excuse before to do those things. But I think, but in that moment I was like, actually, I really don't want to feel worse than I do already. And so I'm actually going to kind of distract myself and not not process it and not ignore it. But I got myself in such a tears that actually doing those things would have just kind of sent me down, a, I think, a much darker, you know, state than I needed to be in at that time. And it actually wasn't going to do the best good, you know, and I could actually revisit that feeling, but in a place of feeling better at a later time. And so I actually made the decision to yeah kind of distract myself fake it till I make it watch something that made me feel good I think I started making dinner which distracted myself and just being busy you know not like too busy I wasn't doing anything like strenuous but just distracting myself and taking myself out of that situation I think sometimes and and that's the first time I've done that um you know and I'm nearly 29 so that's not me saying like oh you know you should always just be able to pick yourself out of out of situations I think our brain we'll go back to what we've done before and it will keep us in habit. And so for this kind of, when it comes to grief, that is what I do. You know, when I feel really sad, I do want to feel it because I, I think it's important to feel emotions and not just let them build up. Mm-hmm. But there's a really fine balance between feeling the emotion and knowing when enough is enough Completely. and feeling the emotion and just wallowing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the difference was. I think at that point I was like, right, wallowing is not going to help me. I felt the emotion. I've got upset and now I want to move forward. And I just think it meant that the next day was a much more positive one because I hadn't I hadn't gone so low, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that that trying to come back up mm. was was too difficult. Yeah. You know, you know? Well you had slowed momentum down, mm. hadn't you? Yeah, on what it. you would normally have done. Yeah. So from what you said about the next day feeling mm. better, I'm assuming then that that did work for you. Well yeah, because I, yeah. I, I I did feel better. I, I felt a lot less tired than I would have felt if you know, if I'd kind of you know, wallowed for want of a better another for want of a better word. Um and I felt that I could then move forward. Now, I think the challenge there is if there are things that are, you know, that you're processing or dealing with that are holding you back and stopping you from moving forward, I don't think you should just ignore them. That's not my point. But I think it's knowing when is the right time to address and revisit those things. Mm -hmm. And for me, that wasn't the right time. And it it didn't feel like like the right thing to do. And so I kind of just went with my gut Mm -hmm. and thought, actually, I'm going to shift and that's going to help me move forward. Mm -hmm. But I will still need to do the work of processing the thing that I was dealing with at that time. You get what I mean? Yes, because what you're saying is you'll process it, though, from a different place. Well, on my terms, not on the terms of... um, the initial reaction to whatever I was dealing with, you know? And I think sometimes we're, I'm quite an emotional person, I'm quite a sensitive person. I'm very aware of that. And I think sometimes, especially people that are wired that way, 
are led by the emotion of a situation. And actually for me, it felt really empowering to step out of the emotion mm, and to be like, right, I'm going to do the pra- a practical thing, yeah. make dinner, do whatever it was, yeah, sure. um, and not the emotional thing. Yeah. Um, and I love emotions. I think they're really powerful. I think, you know, it's good to be passionate. And I think, you know, like it's given me more emotional intelligence. It's given me more empathy. There are lots of benefits, but it's also can be incredibly draining. Mm. Um, and so you have to protect yourself. And th- the reason I'm bringing this up in this episode is because I think that can sometimes stop me from moving forward. Yeah. And so this was a case where to move forward, I had to step out of the emotions of something yeah. and kind of step back. Um, and so that could also be something that could potentially help people as well if it's a heightened you know, situation. Because even like hating your job can be super heightened. Oh, if you're course. in work every day and you're hating going to work or you're hating being with your colleagues or whatever, you know, it's even if it's not hate, but hate's a real drainer mm-hmm. on your energy. Even sure. strong dislike is a drainer on your energy. Sure. So I think, yeah, stepping out of the emotion of it and being like practically, what can I do? What do yeah. I have control over? And even if it's just distracting yourself yeah. and thinking, right, let's revisit this at another time. Yeah. Let me enjoy the evening I have free of work, for example. Mm-hmm not worry about work when I'm not in work that sort of thing that could be one thing you do one night you know so it's just looking at it differently no I think that's really interesting I mean there's lots of points there that we could be on here for another hour and a half which obviously we're not going to be are we Holly because you keep me in check Um, (laughs) I think people would complain but um (laughs) but no I think gosh there was a lot there but it's so interesting isn't it that with when, when we do stay stuck in what we're feeling, it's because the momentum of it is so strong, right? And that tends to, unfortunately, be negative mm. emotion because, unfortunately, we don't tend to build a lot on positive emotion, right? Bit silly, that. Which is, yeah, real shame, real shame. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help clients with that, but, yeah, it's a real shame. But we tend to stay stuck in the negativity and the momentum of it. But one thing I just want to say, and it's something that you broke by what you've just said and that's really interesting is I think I know people don't know what this is but I think it's fair to say that you would have had enough in inverted commas justification to feel the way you felt and to keep feeling the way you felt and what a lot of people tend to do is they justify the negative emotion that they're in Mm -hmm. which I understand I truly truly understand it but the trouble is with justification and then going down that road of kind of feeling a bit right that you feel that way, whether it's blaming somebody even or anything, it keeps you stuck in that. And then you just don't feel good at all. And you you didn't, you as you said, you took yourself out of that. You, you know, you were aware of it. You're very clear. You, you're very clearly aware of it. You made a choice in the moment of what you were going to do. And you've just told us what you did. And it's just really important to recognise that when you're stuck in an emotion that doesn't feel good and you're justifying it and you're keeping it going, it really is you that suffers. And it really is what keeps you stuck from moving forward because when we're focused on unjustified doing this there's no room for you to focus on moving forward totally i yeah i think that's a really good point i don't think the question should be am i justified the question should be is this going to help me yeah because you could be justified you could make yourself convinced that you're justified to do a lot of stuff that's not going to help you or isn't in your best interest but we're very good at convincing ourselves that we can do something 
um, you know, God, I can convince myself I'm justified to eat 1,200 cookies in a day. Oh. Now, I would love to do that. Oh. But is it going to help me? No. Am I going to feel great afterwards? No, I'm not. And so I think justification and that sort of line of thinking is very kind of linked to ego and pride. And, For sure. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, justified to be sad, so I'm going to be sad. Or I'm justified to stay angry, so why wouldn't I stay angry? When is that actually gonna help you you know more the angry one than the sad one it's definitely not gonna help you most likely it's not gonna you know get you to a clear-headed best solution or whatever so um yeah I think I think emotions observing your emotions and how much they affect you in terms of keeping you stuck or moving forward I think is something that would be worth thinking about definitely and you know this is all about living a hell yes isn't it and it's about feeling as good as you can feel And it really is about, as you say, being aware of that. And then choosing. It's always choice, isn't it? It's not just about awareness. It's then choosing what you will do with that. Like you made the choice, you know. And it really is then about wanting to move forward. There's only ever... Really, there's... You can stay stuck for sure. But there really is only ever two directions. You're either going to move forward or you're going to move backwards, Mm. you know. You'll stay stuck for a while, but then you get bored with that. You don't like it. So then you tend to move backwards because you're so demotivated and demoralized. So really, why would you want to move backwards? Why? Let's head towards moving forwards in whichever way that means. But practice on the smaller things, you know, practice on the smaller things. If, you know, like you said, if you're, you know, not feeling good, because just say you've had an argument with somebody. I don't know. And you're you feel that you're justified. We've said this before. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You mm-hmm. know, and you're just you feel that you're justified in the fact that you know, yep, you were right and they were wrong and whatever. I, I challenge you or anybody or anything. You don't feel good when you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You just don't. And then why would you want to stay stuck in that feeling, in that vibration that actually then stops everything? I think it also links to something that we spoke about, I think, recently, actually, on the podcast um, about, like, self-worth and confidence and and that sort of thing, because I think a lot of people don't think they're worthy of moving forward. And that's also another thing that stops them from moving forward and keeps Mm. them stuck, because it's easier to go backwards Mm. um, when you're not feeling worthy and you're not feeling confident and you're not feeling deserving. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think sometimes we convince ourselves, well, you know, I want that promotion to move forward, but I don't deserve that promotion. So Mm. I'm just going to stay stuck. Or I actually would much rather go for a different job, but I don't actually, I don't have the confidence. You know, I've got Mm. imposter syndrome. I don't actually think I'm going to be able to do that job. Mm. So I'll just stay stuck where I am. Mm. Or I'll go backwards to something that doesn't feel good. I think, you know, or I don't like this relationship, but you you don't have the confidence to feel that you deserve better. Mm. You you know, it's it's that sort of thing. I think we get, get comfortable with not enough mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it, because it can be uncomfortable to ask for more or mm-hmm. better or demand more or better um yeah. and I think what a shame if that's the thing that's keeping you from moving forwards yeah because I think that yeah your point about choice is really important and it's really empowering for sure you know if if you feel that you have the choice um and obviously everyone is limited to some extent in terms of you know um I guess your your family situation and your background and you know all that sort of stuff does have a have an impact but I think focusing on that and all the things that have gone wrong 
again, you know, are you justified in being, you know, annoyed about those things, upset about those things? Totally. Is it going to help you focusing on those things? No, probably not. And so I think that's the, yeah, the choice element is the really empowering thing to focus on there. And you've always got a choice, even if it's a tiny incremental thing that you for can sure. change. For sure. That's still heading in the right direction. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that should be the goal, just a little bit in the right direction, because yeah. it's all those small things that add up. It doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be massive life changes. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's just really all about so deserving of moving forward you know we mm, said trusting that, that. and yeah. trusting that you know i know we said that in the other episode but it is you know you, you are deserving of living a life that feels great for you you mm. truly are and there's nothing is just justified in holding you back from that mm. so you know yeah incrementally make that choice like you said oh definitely i think that's probably a good place to stop yeah i think so but thank you so much mum for bringing this topic to the table um i hope that everyone listening has enjoyed it as always there's links in the description as to where else you can find us Um, there's also information about mum's um, manifestation program your new program as well that we spoke about in the last episode yeah. and we've also seen a huge increase recently and um, because i love looking at stats of, um, <laughs> i don't of, yeah mum never looks of um, downloads of the podcast um, like our weekly downloads is considerably increased so thank you so much to any new listeners or old listeners we really really appreciate you and we hope you have a wonderful week living a hell yes bye bye